Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 128. That's 128. It's the ENS. Woo! Podcast. Quiet. Quiet up there. Uh, welcome to our Europa League and Transfer Deadline Day special from beautiful Istanbul Airport. The game versus Punic finished. Uh, um, we can't remember. Oh, God. God. A little oh, over God. 11 hours ago. It's been a lot, is it? 11 hours ago. And we. Uh, <laughs> Could be a lot of those today. God. I've got absolutely no tolerance whatsoever. Zero tolerance after what you've just encountered. <laughs> Currently in transit, waiting for our flight to Stansted. Following a 5 a.m. departure from Yerevan, Armenia. No yeah, sleep. Loads of sleep. No sleep. Loads no. of sleep the night before as well. well I tell you what. The, well, you got you got you got a couple of hours this morning because I don't know how, but it's literally if you've ever watched Foghorn Leghorn <laughs> on TV back in the day, I say, I say, I say. I mean literally. It's not true. It's absolutely it's incredible. I mean the, the the women of Wolverhampton, how you have to cope with Spears and his and his and his literal I mean, the snoring is is insane. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard anything like it. I don't snore. This, this is why. This is why I don't share rooms with you. I don't snore. I was in a room with you for two and a half hours, and I did not get a wink of sleep. No sleep, tired, sluggish. That's going to stop us doing a flipping poddy, is it? Because we are ready to go. Tim you, you Spears. You should have got that stupid app of yours that you've got of uh, noises of people yeah. cut, cut, cutting the grass. White noise. <laughs> so I've got a white noise. God, they don't want to hear it. Like this, this, this is what I had to use um, when Spears was snoring last, or, or for the for the one and a half hours that we got some sleep. I've got a white noise app. Apparently, I pay forty-two pounds a year for it, which is steady. What? It's forty-two quid a year. What? Oh yeah, but it's unbelievable. So I've got it currently on. Um, this, this, so you can have like air conditioner, air filter, fog horns. So oh, there you go. Lawn sprinkler, white noise, ping noise, brown noise. You've been mugged off there. I've got it on rain on tent and medium rain. Here we go. Do you want to listen to it? This is this is what I had to do to drown out your your snoring. It's nice, isn't it? I mean, it's nice, but it's not forty-two quid a year. Nice. Go on. I'll give you something else. What would you what, like? What, you can... what happens if it's raining outside? Well, then, then it's win-win, isn't it? <laughs> Do you want distant thunder, forest creek, gentle stream, closed waterfall, heavy ocean waves? Uh, I'll, I'll have a Kenny Jacket press conference, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, love, I love Kenny, FYI. Um, I thought your missus normally seems to sleep, that's what you told me. Wow! <laughs> is, is it that time? It's because you've been up so long, isn't it, now? You think, you think... No, it's, it is morning, so you, I don't think you can be as... Morning as bro. Oh, you've gone, you've gone. So tell me, um, you've gone a little bit doolally. Uh, so, so Tim went to go and get coffee at Burger uh, King in the food court. We're sat, we're sat on the upper deck of a food well, court in, a, in Istanbul. We're in a very busy Istanbul airport. Yeah. Bustling, I'd call it. So we thought we'd try and find a nice little quiet corner mm-hmm. to do our little podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little food court in the corner. Yeah. Burger King, I thought, right, we'll go up there. We found a little spot in the corner. Mm. I'll go get to, get to Burger King and get coffee. Just for, the, just, just for the record, I did not go to Burger King. I went, I went to a nice little juice bar, Cute. poor little panini up. Queued for 20 minutes, Burger King. Yeah, you did, for the coffee, um, yeah? For the coffee. Yeah. And by the end of the queue, I talked myself into buying a double cheeseburger, because it just smells so good. At 6.50 a.m. Um, and then asked the bird, she goes, no, there's no coffee. The bird, so the I, Turkish bird. So I just got a double cheeseburger anyway. And chips. Then I was like, right, I feel bad about that. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go to a smoothie bar mm. and get a detox, um, literally called detox. Right, okay. And spinach, yeah. apple, mm. and ginger. Yeah, nice. Is that to counterbalance the um, yeah, counterbalance. The, the meat, yeah. the bread, and, and the, fr- the French burger. fries, the grease? the burger that I didn't want. Mm. Uh, and I just waited 15 minutes. Wow. I, I knew I was struggling after five minutes when he came back with some spinach from somewhere else. <laughs> um, In the airport. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone with spinach? Anyway, I'm going to try it now. Yeah, go and try it. Try it live on air. Let's take a picture of it, obviously, with you um, sucking on um, straw. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Hold it, hold it, baby. Oh, yeah, love that, love that, love that. And is it worth it? It's Have actually the... really nice. Uh, is it? It is really nice. Do you feel the goodness coming back into your body well, not, after? Not quite yet. No, but it'll be, it'll be there. 
We've done okay though. We ate well yesterday. <laughs> we did. I mean, it's been a, it's been a long old trip, hasn't it? I mean, you know, really, we've we've had we've had zero hours actually sleeping, sleeping from from no. Wednesday night. No, we haven't. It's been a long forty eight hours. Um, we've shared a room. First, we have for the, for the first, first time. First time in four years. Uh, it involved you recording me in the shower. Yeah. Um, bit well, behind, behind the door. <laughs> 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 I, couldn't, I couldn't post the next video. Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Um, involved you causing a flood. Yes, room. yes, flooded the room within within two minutes. So we, we actually got, we, we, so we set off at 10, 10.45 by 11 o'clock yeah. um, late, on, late, late on, on Wednesday night to Gatwick, got into Yerevan via Tbilisi, that was a, that was a struggle, at about um, 8.39 in the morning, and then got a room just, just for... Just good questions on the way, such as what country are we in when we landed in Georgia from Judah? <laughs> no, so no, we're still in Europe, I said. Um, and then, yeah, we got, to, we got basically a day room of which the person at the desk did say, you want two separate rooms? We're like, no, one room, please. <laughs> um, but, um, I did your ironing for you as well. You did, you did the ironing, you had, you, you had a good sing in the shower. We had a, we had a couple of hours sleep during the day before before the game on the night, and we had a we had a lovely lunch. It was a very very pleasant day, Tim. It's been very Morecambe wise, it has, but we we got, we got through it. I think uh, we were dreading it. Um, yeah, we're dreading this trip. Yeah. Certainly, last Thursday at Belfast when when we found out we'd be coming here a week ago, I can't mm -hmm. believe that was only a week ago. That is mental. Um, the idea of preparing a six thousand mile round trip, mm. not cheap. I know it's not our money, but still. No, I've got to, to say keep, thank you to to Mr. Ryan Express and staff for taking us. Because I mean, if we're going and doing most of these trips, well, some of us will be. Hopefully, going forward, and um, that's the best part. A couple of grand, and it's it's not. It's you know, obviously, you know, it's not it's not cheap, but no, we, we appreciate it. Yeah. So like I said, I don't I don't think we're particularly looking forward to it, but I've been um, nicely surprised by Armenia. It's mm. a nice little country. Bustling little centre. People are lovely. People are very nice, and and it's Food's cheap. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> two pound for a taxi for half an hour. Um, yeah, took us to the wrong took, took us to the wrong stadium. Stadium. And you can see why only forty seven Wolves fans made mm. that arduous journey. Like I said, six thousand mile round trip. Probably the best part of a thousand pound each. Yeah. Um, you've got a week's notice to get here. Probably got to take three days off work for a game that you know Wolves are going to win. Um, not ideal in a, in a quite hot. Precisely hospitable country if mm -hmm. it's the wrong place. Mm -hmm. You know, there's travel advice from the British government yeah, on, for sure, on yeah. where to go in Armenia. So fair play to those who travelled and um, we got through it. The team won 4 0, hopefully no injuries by the look of it. It's um, it's been a success. Yeah, um like you say, four 0 four one over Punic. Um hasn't couldn't have gone much better really on the night. Um three hot three not for you very quickly. Um hot vinagre, I thought I thought played very, very well. Um no, we mentioned it in the video last night, but he, he could have a big season coming up. SHIT hot. Yes, very much so. This could be the year for him. It should be the year for him. This is this is natural can you, step up. Can you see him legitimately being the number one go-to left wing back this season? Yeah, definitely, because he's left footed. So Johnny Castrotto right footed, not a natural um, attacking overlap on that left hand side. Mm -hmm. You always want a left footer, of course you do. So if Fanagra continues in improve, his improvement, he could he could have that number one spot by the end of the season. And I think we'll see them. <clears throat> rotate quite a bit throughout the campaign, especially if Wolves go deep in Europe. Do you think defensively he's got better, a lot better, or do you, and do you think he's ready for a Premier League level defending? Um, it's hard to tell because we haven't really seen him in that role for about eight to ten months. He did okay. I don't, think, I don't think he was ready when he came into the team just before Christmas when Johnny was injured. Mm. And he looked, he looked better when he came back in. He had that great game against Cardiff and... Um, We'll see. We'll see how he gets on. But he's certainly got all the attributes, and he's certainly got the confidence as well. So he's hot. I tell you, it's hot, hotter. Mm. Um, yeah. He, he three assists. He's a, he is a different class. I, I put I put a tweet out last night saying that um, he's worth nothing less than sixty million, and which people were disgusted, disgusted in their droves. They're talking 80, 90, 100, 120. But judging by the market that we've just seen, and some of the players, and you look at maybe Wilfred Zaha, you know, being priced at like 70, 80 million pounds. I mean, I mean, Hotter is, is probably in and around there, isn't he? Jota. Yeah, Hotter. You can't, you can't call him Hotter. Hotter. That's the wrong one, isn't it? Hotter. Oh, really, is it? Well, it's hot, hot or not, so I'm calling him Hotter for this, this, uh, this little segment. Yeah. But is he, what, what would you say is worth market value currently? Is there such a thing these days? I don't know. I mean, you've got to have a, you've got to have a ballpark figure, don't you? Is that Wolves fan again? We keep seeing him. Where? Oh yeah, he's walking around with his 
with his bag, his one one man bag. He's in his shirt still. Three days going. Fair fair play to him. It's it's, it's almost impossible to put a market value because there is no market. Harry on, on that shirt worth 80, 80 million pounds. We've seen Wolves bringing seven players for that amount of money. Um, we've seen them quoting astronomical fees for players mm. who they've turned down. Ruben Diaz. Wow, you've got to turn around. And look at this. Look at the look at these two combo here. What they're wearing. It's like the Wolves training kit. It's like the training kit. It's like pyjamas. It's like cow pyjamas these two people wearing just sat down. I mean, there's... A man and a woman wearing... Like, it's almost like a onesie. It is a onesie. What are they doing? That's bizarre. A onesie of the sort looks like the Wolves training kit. Oh. We might have to get ourselves a... That is... I might have to try and sneak a picture. Um, so, so what would you say then? 100 million? Is it worth 100 million? No. Mm. I don't like these questions. Okay. Like, so there isn't a market and, and no one's worth 100 million. No, he's not. He's not with him. Okay. He's not. What would Wolves sell him for? They probably wouldn't sell him for less than 60, would they? No, definitely not. So... It'll be interesting. I think the asset yeah. test will come next deadline day, probably next year. And like I said, we all thought that they were going to stay for one more year and see how they do. It'll be very interesting to see how they get on this well, year. I think they're all still happy. I mean, Nuno kind of suggested to me, in my, in my mind, last night, that they've had inquiries for players. Certainly from what he was saying about um, the main thing about the window was we got through with, without selling anybody. Mm. Now, whether that's because he didn't want to talk about the guys that they didn't bring in and he wasn't 100% happy with the incomings, maybe. But I read it as, you know, they've lost... Well, they have. Do you know what he said before? They have had inquiries for players. Do you know any inquiry who, who they might be and, and what players for? Or just kind of like the obvious contenders? I'm almost certain they've had one for Nevis. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure they've had a lot of inquiries for the top players. That's quite commonplace, really. Yeah. It's, it's like, when you're a football manager, you just click on a player's name and see his value. Yeah. But obviously in real life, mm -hmm. there's no such thing, so you need to call the club and see what they'd sell for, yeah. if, if anything. So yeah. I said that happens quite a lot, really, inquiries. But um, certainly the, the players, Neves, Jota, etc. maybe, even? No, I don't know they They're obviously happy happy to be there. Um, Do you think someone would have asked for Raul in the summer, even though he'd signed? I'd be amazed. Really? After one, after one good season, I'd be amazed. Okay. Um, Catroni hot as well, just generally hot. He's a good looking mm. lad. But um, got the penalty, didn't take it. Do you no. think we'll see quite a lot of him this season? Or do you think he's going to be yeah. very much back we'll up? We'll definitely see a lot of him. I think we'll see him in every single game. Be off the bench really? or starting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He looked, um, looked pretty solid when he came on as well. It was tough for him because the game was dead at that point. But he showed some nice touches. He, just, he didn't get given the ball in key areas because the game had completely died. Yeah. And Wolves had a little interest in, uh, in adding to their total. So, um, yeah, nice touches, won the penalty, worked hard, did a lot chasing back. Three knots, Balejo, Balejo, and just because didn't get on, I thought he might have got on last night. I thought, you know, easy game, maybe maybe just ease him in last half an hour, give maybe Ryan Bennett a bit of a rest or, or Willy Bolly, but uh, not, 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 not needed yet. First time we'll see him is next Thursday. Yeah. And if, if there wasn't a thing as next Thursday, it'd be the Carabao Cup, I think. But I don't, I don't think he's going to trick him into a Premier League game. So do you feel that he's been brought in as a backup to this three now, um, knowing that there's been no other defenders, or do you think that he's there mm. to rival the likes of the likes of Bennett? From what I gather, it's Bennett's shirt to lose at the moment, and are they expecting Balejo to be a world-beater this season? I don't think so. Um, I know he comes from Real Madrid and he's Spain's under-21 captain, but he's not had a full season of intense football before in his life, and he had a lot of injuries last year, three or four injuries last year. So... I think he's going to add quality to the group and be an important player maybe in Europe going forward or maybe in the cup competition going forward, but is he going to slot in into the, into the Premier League? Um, get used to that intensity straight away and play full season? I really don't think so. Okay. I'd be amazed. Just looking at his past history. So we'll see what ha He'll be an interesting case throughout the year, but um, I'd say it's Ryan Bennett's shirt for the, for the time being. Morgan Gibbs-White did not travel uh, injured? Yes. What's the situation? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know, I don't know. No, he's got a knock. He's got a knock. So is that is? But you, you expect him not to be available for Leicester as well? Then I course. expect him to be available for Leicester. Oh, okay. It was a tight call. It's a fifty-fifty. Okay. So he'll uh, he'll be in the squad. I would have thought. Okay. Um, so someone who hopefully will be in this in this squad, although his pocket might be slightly lighter, um, is is Mr. Adama Traore. What an idiot! <laughs> not a moron. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, Adama, what are you doing, man? It's just, it's, I know it's funny, and 
but he's probably, he's done it before. He's yeah, like, he's only Middlesbrough. Yeah, just been a dunderhead mm. um, and, a, and a douche. And a you doofus. can't call him a douche. I call you a douche. He's not a douche. What's do? What's a douche mean? Just an idiot. Just a yeah. prat. Yeah. You can't call him a prat. You're a prat. He's you're not a prat. Keep forgetting your passport and missing football matches. Well, there's, yeah. There's something going on there. Yeah, that's not that's not great, is it? You, not, you know, you're troubling. It's he's, not. People defending him on Twitter saying he brought his ID card and a lot of the European nations can just just show an ID card and get away. Right. But that's. I'm not. I'm, do you know? I'm not 100. percent Sorry about the noise situation. Obviously, we are in an airport and in a food court as well, so it's not going to be absolutely pristine as you can understand. But hopefully, you can hear us and make us out. Yeah, and Nuno's quotes was slightly misleading. I think last night he, he actually never made it to the airport. He just couldn't find his passport at home. So it wasn't a case of him turning up at the airport with an ID card. Oh, right. He just couldn't find his, his passport. So... Okay, ten minutes, ten right. minutes before you're about to fly. Exactly. It happens, it happens to the best of us, right? We all make mistakes, but... There's a recurring theme here with him. And it was a massive opportunity, again, for him last night to impress. And he's, he's done it in the first two games, particularly the home game against Crusaders. Doherty's still feeling his way back from an injury and was never going to play more than an hour last no. night. So Wolves needed him. Mm -hmm. They needed a right wing back mm -hmm. last night. And I know Johnny Castrotta came on and filled in, but it's not the point. Yeah. You know, this, is, this is his chance to impress in a new position, a new season. He's finally got a full pre-season under his belt, under Nuno. And he goes into that. And, and, uh, it's only one game, and Nuno didn't, didn't seem annoyed about it last night in his presser, but I'm sure he will have been. And it's just oh, another... He would have been... I'm, I'm positive he would have been absolutely furious. It's just another It's just another mark kind of against him, really, at, at a time when he didn't need it. No, absolutely not. Um, but look... Europa League, there we are. they are in a fantastic position, not just in this leg, but just the way that they're shaping up so far. It couldn't have gone much better. And, uh, you know, like you said, going into that second leg next Thursday, they can play pretty much whoever they want. I'm sure they'll have a few, I'm sure have a few strong players in there, but they can mix and match it, and that only bodes well for the Premier League. Well, it's very early days, but what, what, they've, what they've got the makings of is an accomplished European team. And that's... Uh, in no small part down to the fact that they've got so many players who've played in the competition before. I spoke to Leandro Dendonka last night, you know, he's, he's got to the quarters or the semis before with Anderlecht and I think nine of the first 11 have played in Europe before, be it Champions League or Europa League. I think there's only Bennett and Cody who, ha who haven't over your first choice 11 and, and Doc, mm. so eight then, eight of 11. But then you've got the likes of Balejo and Catroni on the bench who have. So anyway, a lot of them have. Nuno has as well. Nuno's managing the, in the Champions League. Yeah. So it's coming. It's coming through. I think because they're settling into the competition uh, nice and quickly. And they're desperate to get into that group stage. But goodness me, I mean, we, we all talk about a fantastic trip to Italy, and it's looking more and more likely. Uh, Torino won five 0 last night, so uh, that's going to be the the tricky one, as we thought, isn't it? They look like um, the banana skin. I wouldn't say banana skin. Banana skin was just an upset. I mean, this is. Well, oh, Wolves will be favourites going in. Wolves will be strong favourites going into that game, though, is what I'm saying. I don't know about strong. They'll be two to one on. Favorites. We're two to one on favourites to get through. Well, whatever the bookies say, I think it's a pretty even game. It's one that Wolves should win on their day. Yeah. Um, but Torino looked, looked pretty good last night. Mm. Um, they got some really good attacking players. And listen, you don't see them go deep in Europe very often, so this is a big chance for them as well. But they'll want. Um, they want an English scalp on their on their mantelpiece, for want of a better phrase. That's terrible. Um, their mantelpiece. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be a really really big game. It's, it's obviously going to happen now. Four nil or five nil up. Yeah. That that's the tie. Book your flights now. Yes. Um, we, we, we don't don't book them and just buy the ticket and then go and not go. It's a shame. We wanted this kind of game in the in the group stage really, um, but it was all. <sighs> especially seen as Wolves are seeds for this draw you, mm. think you thought they would have avoided a team like this so it's a shame like I said you say strong favourites I, I say favourites okay. but e either way that they, they should win Yes. Um, and it hopefully it'll be a cracking game oh looking forward to it I'm really glad they got the away leg first because you, you, you could take a draw or a 2-1 defeat and yes. you know, this is how serious it's yeah. going to be this game Yeah. a 2-1 defeat might not be the worst result the world. anyway all has to come mm -hmm. looking forward to it um, Let's move on to uh, another, 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 another crazy day, not just in the game, but deadline day. Mm -hmm. um, not, not crazy, crazy busy from a Wolves point of view on that day. But maybe just sum up the, what we've seen in January, um, not January, in, um, in the summer transfer window. Do you think it's been a, a good window, a great window, a slightly underwhelming window? It certainly wasn't busy for you. I know what you're doing with the deadline past. Bloody hell. What was I doing? I'm not going to share that. <laughs> deadline past. What was just as the match was kicking off. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
the pennies uh, dropped. Oh, uh, what a team. Pennies dropped. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> wow. Transfer. What, what am I doing? Summing up the window as a whole? Wow. <laughs> 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 you, you're stunned I've brought that up, aren't Absolutely you? stunned. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, right, brilliant. transfer window. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think successful. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if you, if you look at it overall, I think I think they've got stronger. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of fans are wetting their pants at the moment. And I think it's because they don't know how good these players are going to be, mm-hmm. right? As much as some of them will say they've heard of Catroni and Vallejo and maybe Neto and Jordan, they've never seen them play. No. They don't know how good they're going to be. No. So what, once they see these guys in action, I think I think they'll be more impressed than they are just by the kind of reputation that they've got. So Catroni in particular, I think, could be a bit of a star. Um, they've had a depth to the squad. Yeah, and, and the money, they spent money as well. I think when you put that, put the tweet out last night, I mean that's. But I mean, I mean the, the two came as a package as well. Maybe more than what a lot of people thought initially. It's yeah, it's it's it's, it's roughly sort of twenty million ish mark. Mm. Um, I don't think anyone thought that kind of ballpark figure. No, absolutely. So yeah, on Neto and Jordan, so so it's it's a lot of money, and and they spent a lot of money this window on it. And people could say Jimenez and Dunlop cost forty five, and yes, that's true. But you look at the net spend, mm. net spend, they're right up there at the top of the Premier League, yeah. <clears throat> as they were last year, mm. and they spent a hundred million. It's remarkable sums. They've not had any, they've not had any big sales in that time. No, the outlay is huge. Bolton should be applauded for their ambition and putting their money where their mouth is yet again. And if people if people aren't happy, you've got to have a look at yourselves really because um, I think they've got all positions covered. People say they want a number ten. I said it at the start of summer that other could do the number ten. Do you know what? They've got Gibbs White and this Neto is apparently number ten as well. Right. I think Jota can play there. Yeah. Um, but we also really play with the ten. No, they don't. So no. I think that that was kind of. Certainly, I, I remember making that suggestion at the start of the summer that they could do with a bit of a plan B, maybe a number 10. Nuno, Nuno clearly disagrees. So you've got to go with what Nuno says. The kind of midfielders they were looking for on deadline day were more proper, proper centre midfielders and with a bit with a mm. bit of tackling them. So, well, we've looked at that plan B before. You go down a plan B, sometimes it doesn't work out, does it? That's when it looks a little bit distorted. Exactly, and the 3-5-2 looks fine to me. And they look sharp in pre-season, they look ready and they look in form and they've got players that suit it. And yeah. you look at Jota and you're like, oh my God, they look so, so yeah. good at the moment. I know yeah, it's only so pre-season, strong. I know. Yeah, exactly. but they've carried on where they left off last year. If they carry that into the league, then Wolves will be absolutely fine, honestly. And a pr- I would echo Nuno's point about not selling anyone. Mm-hmm. I would say um, Neves is going to improve. I would say Dendonka's going to improve. Yes, very much so. I would so. say Traore should improve after a full pre-season. Mm-hmm. I would say Vinagra's going to improve. Um, I think the back three should be solid. I think Patricia will have a better season this season after getting used to the intensity of English football. Yeah. You've got you've got more to come from Morgan Gibbs-White, that's for certain. Doherty, if he can reproduce what he did last year. Honestly, I think the team can get better. So they've, they've kept what they've got and they've added to it and they've spent a lot of money in the process. Mm-hmm. What more do you want? When you say this team could get better, do you expect them to be contending in around that seventh spot that they did last season? Or do you a, feel... It just depends on Europe, doesn't it? Yeah. I, 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 if, if they go deep in Europe, it's hard. It's hard. To Very do. hard. It's hard to replicate seven. Everton has spent so much money. Yeah. So much money. I still rather have Wolves score than Everton's though. One hundred percent. Well, the thing with Everton is, as tends to be most summers, you know how are their signings going to gel and adapt. If, if he can, if he if he makes it click there, then Everton mm. could go across the top six. That's how good the squad is. Um, Leicester look good as well, but. If Wolves didn't have the Europa League, I could I would say that they would improve their points tally this season. If Wolves didn't but have the Europa, Europa League, League, does get in the way. Honestly, if Wolves did not have the Europa League this season, and maybe they'd added one more, but maybe even not, I honestly think they could have, they could achieve a top five finish with that squad. There's no reason why. There's no Leicester aren't better than them. Everton aren't better than them. And I think that the likes of Chelsea and Manchester United are right back in that pack now. There's no reason why. But like you say, Europa League, and I think that's the. If they could get deep in the Europa League and, and, and finish in the top ten, yeah, in the, no. then, then I, I think that's that's perfect. If they can get past Torino, I think I think they'll get past Christmas. Yeah, they're well suited to it. Yeah, they've got the squad for it, they've got the style for it, they've mm-hmm. got the experience for it. So we'll see. Sunday's the first litmus test as, as to the travelling. Yeah, and then they've got Man United at home after that. It's not a great start. And if they pick up, if they if they lose those two, which is which isn't inconceivable, mm-hmm. then you're playing catch up. Absolutely, and you've got Europa trips, and it's tricky. And you're in a bit of treacle then. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope they get the result on Sunday. Um, but what I would say is, 
we talk rightly about how the effects that the jaunts to China and across Europe can have on their league form. Well, I would say, you look at what Wolves did last year with injury prevention, lowest number of injuries in the league by a mile. Yeah. Four, four injuries of any note, and they're all three weeks or less last mm-hmm. season. That's remarkable. They work so much on injury prevention. They also have a lot on rehabilitation and recovery. And we saw it yesterday. They've got all kind of ice packs and muscle massaging things on the plane. Uh, they started in the dressing room straight up to full time. They're eating right. They've all got programs. They've all got schedules. If anyone can do it, if anyone yeah. can master, and I've got to say, cl- clubs and squads with much bigger and better than Wolves have fallen foul of this in the past. This whole travelling in midweek mm-hmm. in Europe and then struggling the weekend after. We've seen that a lot with big, big clubs. Yeah. So it's no shame for Amsterdam Wolves. But if anyone can overcome it, I think Wolves can do it with the with the with the knowledge and the voodoo that they in, that they enlist at Compton Park. The voodoo. Um, any Wolves players in your fantasy Premier League side for this season, Tim? I need to finish it today, but three okay. at the moment. Three, who you got in? Jota. Yes. He's a must pick. Has to be. Uh, probably going to drop him, but Dendonka's my fifth midfielder at the moment. Uh, I think Dendonka's, if, if you need if you need to to get uh, your budget elsewhere, mm. 4.5 million to have him as your oh, fifth midfielder. I may leave him and, and Doherty as well. Oh, Doherty, okay, Doc. You? Um, I've got Dendonka in for my 4.5 budget. Um, and I think I may have Patricio in there as well, actually. Uh, I'm to see how Patricio does this season, actually. I think, do I think he'll do better as well. Um, but yeah, if you want to join our Fantasy Football League, the code is there, B-E-6-Y-K-L. Remember, the game starts tonight. Liverpool kick-off tonight, Friday night football. Don't miss it. Do you know that there was a, it was a Friday night start for the Premier League? Are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? Yeah. yeah, nodding and smiling. Okay. And should we take some questiones from the fans? Yes. Questiones. Okay, here we go. Uh, George Brown says, uh, food review, including press box standards. Sorry? Food review, Armenia, and including press box standards. Uh, well, the standard of the press box was very high. Well, the, food re- the food review will be brief, because uh, it wasn't in the... Um, oh, in the press box, yes. But just generally Armenian food. We had some lovely hummus at oh, a restaurant. Oh. We had some, you had some barbecue. Oh, some dolma. What's, what's dolma? That was the... Is mince, that the vine? Mince, mince meat, meat and vine leaves. Oh. Grape leaves. We had um, coffee. We had some um, nice little beer. It was superb. Yeah, I thought they do, was... yeah coffee and beer here. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I had some fried local delicacies. No, yeah, what was that like? It was okay, it was a bit flavourless, but was it? great hummus, great bread. Yeah, great bread, fantastic. Um, no, yeah, lovely. It's been very nice. Mm. And it's just cheap. That's, that's the great yeah, thing. Yeah, it's so cheap. Um, and you, Even you, George Brown, could come here and live like a king. Like a king or a queen. Um, Dan Preston, Tim, if you could slap Judah to death with any fish, including showbiz fish, i.e. Flipper or Sharky and George, which fish would you choose? Uh, probably sardine. It'd take ages. Oh, to get that smell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd really enjoy it. Uh, Adam Bryant, uh, do you think Neto and Jordan will step up and be an important part of the first team? No. I think they'll be an important part of the squad, if they, especially if they go deep in Europe. If you've got a, a technically accomplished central midfielder just to, just to drop in to get you through a couple of games, then that'd be handy. But... It's hard to say without having seen them, but the expectation is that they'll be on the fringes to start with. Okay. Fringes, first team squad, not under 23s, or do you feel they might have some under 23 games on? Definitely not. Um, Oh, they've got to play football at some point. Yeah. So, but I think, like Balejo, you're looking at um, next week's second leg and the Carabao Cup for their kind of first sort of involvement, I would have thought. Okay. And John Charlesworth, depending on how he fares during his loan spell in Portugal, do Wolves view Renat Dadashoff? as a potential first-team inclusion next season, or is it just a Dukins-Nazon-type deal yeah. where a player is sold on without even kicking a ball yeah, at Molyneux? it may happen. You know, I spoke to Scott Sellers in the summer. He kind of explains this new... I do any, anyone, any Wolves fan to read it if you haven't, and that's not just because it's a plug. It's because it's interesting information about how they've changed the way they do things now. And, and yes, they do, they do buy players, young mm-hmm. players, with an expectation that they will never play for Wolves. But yet, they will be loaned out, their value will increase, hopefully, and they'll be sold on for a profit. Lots of clubs do it. Chelsea have been the most successful at it. Um, they've also made some mistakes in letting players go early, but generally, it's, that's the model that Wolves are following. So, 
I, I can't speak for this this example in particular. That, I, it's um, been a busy week. I'll, I'll catch up on it when we get back and mm-hmm. find out what, what the dealio is with him. But um, there's certainly an expectation that the players are coming in to never play. Tell you what, you wouldn't want to mess with him, would you? Looks he like looks a like, strong looks like boy. An interesting character. And he's yeah. obviously got a prolific um, record at youth level. So let's see if they can harness it and get something out of him. Uh, it's it, 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 quite an interesting um, thing to do to buy an Azerbaijani the day before they travel to Armenia. Yes, very um, much so. Government advice is not to visit the border between <laughs> Azerbaijan and Armenia because they're not the best of chums, put it that way. Maybe we didn't travel. Aid Klulu, uh, the 47 who made it to the away end deserve to have the potty dedicated to them. Huh? I think we should dedicate the potty to, to the 47. Them. The 47, I did, yeah, they were all doing very well. Cajun in, in a blue light iron structure. Best place for them. Wow, <laughs> wow, it's incredible. That's Tim Spears, who will soon be leaving the Express and Star. Um, Steve, Wolf in Bristol, can you wrangle me a free parking space when I come up to, from Bristol for my free Costa coffee? To finish above us last season, he's going to come back again. Uh, when are we doing that? Um, we're going to be doing it before, maybe in the next two weeks or so. We'll announce details of how to come and meet us for coffee if you've finished above us. And we've got your names, we've got all of your names, so make sure that you are on the list, otherwise you shall not be let in. Can you let me know about that as well? Yes, I shall let you Excellent. know about that, yes. Um, Robert Holmes, Tim, can you unmute me for slagging you off two years ago? I saw this question, which means you're not muted, Robert. Really? Well, we'll be able to see it if you Oh, want interesting, it. okay. Um, Seb Ducker. I've obviously just been ignoring his tweets. Probably, so yeah. Sorry. Yes. It's okay, he ignores my tests all the time. Um, Seb Ducker, what is happening to the players' surplus to requirements since they've not moved? Jordan Graham, um, Ofutsu Oye, etc. Mother Ducker. Ah, mother, mother Ducker. Uh, they will all go. <clears throat> There's The loan deadlines are different, so if you're a League One or a League Two club, you can still loan players for another month, I think it is, mm-hmm. early September. So Jordan Graham can go back to Oxford, or for example. So um, Leo Bonatini. Overseas, overseas loans are different as well, and uh, they're trying to get these guys out on permanence if mm-hmm. they can. They've just got no future. So um, yeah, still time to get these guys out. Are you surprised with Bonatini's Bonatini's Miranda com- as well? So. Are you surprised with Bonatini and just the way that he's fallen off so quickly? No. No. Do you well, think that that was a mistake from, to sign him? From when? Do you think that was a mistake to sign him yeah, permanently? Yeah, of course. Some of, yeah, it's been five a very strange one, isn't it? From them, they've was... been so good in the transfer market, it seemed like a bit panicky to yeah, me. Yeah, I think they just wanted numbers in the squad and a phobie. Obviously, a bit of a strange deal there. They brought him in to sell him on. So it's, it's a shame for Leo. Uh, what was good about yesterday was they got Brighton and Bakari out on a, gr- a good loan to a decent footballing team in Wigan Athletic, managed by former Wolves midfielder Paul Cook. I think could be harnessed there. It's 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 a little bit. We further. keep on saying this, Tim. Though I mean, look, surely, surely that's it now for him. Can you see him getting back in? I think they've passed him now. I don't know that. It, this is it now. This is his season. Well, wouldn't this be the season for him at Wolves though? Like no, because he's fighting on four different fronts. Surely the opportunity is going to be there. Not necessarily. He hasn't proved himself yet at, at any level above League One. He did brilliantly for Coventry last year. This is his season now. If he can, if he can smash up the Championship. Then he's got a chance, isn't he? But he's, he's, he's got to do it this year. If he flops at Wigan, then it's all over. Um, I really hope he does well. There's a few other guys I'll try and get out on line as well. Elliot Watt, <coughs> Benny Ashley Seal, Sadu Diallo as well. They're trying to get all these guys out, but they can still do it. Um, <laughs> Jordan Rawls, um, do, you, do you honestly think the squad is big enough to compete in four competitions? Not in four. But they're not, they're not going to compete in four, are they? You know, they'll, um, they'll play a weakened team in the Carabao Cup. You, know, you, can, you, can, you can bet that. They'll, they'll, they won't play players who are fatigued in the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup. They are um, disposable competitions, i say, this season. So can they fight on two fronts? We're about to find out. I think they can. Do you think Cody's going to play every minute of every game again? No, no, he can't. He can't, can no. he? He can't. He can't. Okay. Kevin Yelland, uh, what is your opinion of the selfish, selfish, 953 who bought tickets at £1 just for the loyalty points and with no intention of going? Is the process possibly preventing someone at the low reaches of the loyalty ladder the opportunity to go, however unlikely that might have been? That's kind of incorrect, isn't it? Yeah, they, they didn't... Yeah, you had to come to the stadium to get your ticket to get the points. So only 47 people got loyalty points last night. If you bought a ticket and didn't turn up, you didn't get your points. Mm-hmm. So I presume they bought them 
because they were cheap, they were £1. Yeah. They probably bought them thinking they might sell out, I'm not sure if I'm going to go, so I'll buy the ticket anyway and hope that plane prices come down. Well, that's it. Sword, I, so. think that's it. I think a lot of people got scuppered with that, didn't they? They bought, they bought the ticket and then they saw what the prices were yeah, and probably. the times and it was like, we can't do it. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm sure other people thought that they might pull a fast one as well. Yeah, it's a horrendous, arduous trip to get here, so... Well, I know, we're still, we're still about seven hours away <laughs> and getting home. No, Wolves have made it clear they did with the Belfast away games well, Crusaders, that you've got to turn up to get your Lord's points. So, made no difference last night. Andy Williams just never taking the penalty tonight, or yesterday, last night, show discipline uh, or putting the new boy in his place. I think the call came from the from the bench, someone said, obviously they saw it on telly, so it's, um, it's up to Nuno. You, you, the tie wasn't over at 3-0. Mm -hmm. It still isn't over, of course, at 4-0, but it is. But at 3-0, You've seen comebacks from 3-0 before, so yeah. you've still got, still got a job to do. Mm -hmm. never just, it's the designated penalty taker, yeah. he's got to take it. Yeah. Um, Dan Glover, what happened with the lad from Reading? And will he be back on in January slash next summer? I don't know about the future. Yeah, Reading, um, he was at Compton for a medical, it was all going through, and then Reading wanted more money, so he pulled out, and apparently the lad was, was heartbroken. So it's a shame now. It's a shame, um, but fair, fair, fair dues to Wolves for not budging, because I'm sure a lot of other clubs would, would just say, OK, we have the money and we've done it all now. Mm -hmm. Not to be taken for mags. Have you got um, emails queued up, by the way, or not? No. No? OK, I'll just give you that a little... Um, while I'll try and find some more pictures. Um, da -da 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 -da. Let's have a look. Connor Ronan, yes or no, future Wolves? No. No. Um, keep locking, keep saying... Uh, Tim, why are you in consideration to be the next James Bond? Uh, is that a serious question? Apparently. I'm just, um, so I'm, I'm going through different You're, you're struggling now? Yeah. yeah, I'm struggling, yeah. I've finished now, I've finished, I've finished my questions. Have you? Yeah, I've finished them, that's it. Have you, got, have you got some emails for me? I've got some abuse for you, by the way. Seamless, that was. Seamless. Sorry. <laughs> struggling, to be fair, I'm quite tired. Um, I've got some emails. Do you want some emails? Do you want me to say? No, no, I've got my phone. Okay, here you go then. Um, Craig Squire. Mm. Can you tell me why Raoul wears a cast or protection yes. on his wrist? A lot of people are seeing that. I've not noticed anyone mentioning it. We're in it for months. Um, I think it's one of those superstition things. We saw it with Jamie Vardy a couple of years ago. I'd, I'd have to ask him if I could. Uh, it's hard to get. He stops all the time. It's hard to get an interview around these days. The problem is he stops, but he stops for everybody. Yeah. And uh, the, old, the TV get there first. So I was trying. I wanted to speak to him last night, but he did a bit of Armenian TV and mm. was ushered onto the, the team bus. Yeah. So next time I see him, I shall ask him. Hopefully on Sunday. Okay. What else have we got here? Mm. What else have we got here? Kieran Squire. A rather strange question today. In the away game versus Crusaders, because of the colour clash regarding shorts and socks, did we have to wear last season's home socks, which were gold, rather than this season's, which were black? If so, do you know if these were new socks or socks from a previous game? If so, I wonder which game. <laughs> um, good questions, Kieran. Lucky socks from the FA Cup quarter-final, pressure of Arsenal, final home game versus Fulham. Mm. I wish I hadn't read that out, really, because I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> well, the, the gold... This has not been prepped in this podcast, as you can tell. The um, the gold was slightly a slightly different shade of gold. Mm. The socks to the shirts at Crusaders away last week. So I suspect we were probably looking at last season's Kieran. So it did look a little bit daft. By the way, before I stop, before you carry on. Yeah, I'm done. Tools, Fear Inoculum, first song in 13 years, unbelievable. <laughs> Nicely read. Fantastic, yeah. <laughs> Nicely what are you talking read. about? I'm saying, listen to it the day. Super. Was that what you were humming in the shower? What did you um, What did you like about it? Oh, just the beats. <laughs> Up and down. <laughs> Beats with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> I like the chorus. Chorus is good. Fear they don't, really do, they, don't, they don't really do choruses. <laughs> no, okay. The amount of people that will appreciate this is very minimal. What? Uh, Tools for inoculum. Speaking speaking to a, a, a small percentage of our podcast audience here. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Tools first song in 13 years. Yeah. It's, it's very good. You wait till Spanners comes out next year. First one in 20. <laughs> it's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> Are we done? No, I wasn't singing that in the show. Okay. By the way. Abuse of the week? No, we're not done. Okay. Dear Tim and Nathan, mm. could you please explain why there is always a high-pitched expulsion of air emitting from Nathan Judah every time Wolsey's wonderful captain is mentioned? <laughs> Do you want to explain that? 
Surely people know. Should people have watched Harry Enfield? Yeah. Well, now we are getting looks. Uh, Paul Mantle asked a question which we've already answered, but thanks, Paul. Hope you're well. Yeah, hope you are very well, um, because it is time for Abuse of the Week. Abuse of the Buy a burger and fries and go for a coffee. A week. How is the Abuse smooth feeee? How is your smoothie? Have you finished it yet? No, it's delicious, so I'm holding on to it. Okay. I'm not done yet. Um, abuse of the week. I got a bit of abuse as well, actually. Hit me. Um, I got abuse from... So um, I put a... I put a a tweet out for our video, our two shot last night. Um, just a little bit of a play on words. Shaking, nauseous, cold, question mark. Need your spares due to fix. And then instead of putting, here's the man, I put, here the man, at Tim Spears. Give his verdict on the 4-0 demolition of FC Punic. Well, Andy Humphrey's photo did not like that. Need your spares slash due to fix, question mark. Christ almighty, they really do rate themselves, don't they? Those must be two mighty egos. And yes, that's a journalist spelling here as here. Hashtag WWFC. Andy Humphreys, uh, not happy, yeah, absolutely ouch. Um, Andy Humphreys, to be fair, um, very well known on Twitter. Um, he's been a member since <laughs> 2007 and has 221 <laughs> followers. Um, but not, I hope... It's not a big haul at 12 years. Not, not, not great, to be fair to Andy. Although, to be fair, he has tweeted 11 times over the last week um, and his likes, he has got he has got a big range of people and followers. Um, his likes have gone naught 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 one naught naught naught. So you keep you keep on going, Andy. Keep on going, son. We admire it. Admire you. Incredible. Mm. Um, Dave Clive. I said I wouldn't give this guy any airtime, but um, oh, is he a regular? He's a regular, regular abuser. All he. It's quite funny, actually. Probably does it for this, though. This is probably his well, biggest moment of his week. It's, it's, it's a pathetic existence to have. Mm. If, you, if, if you're feeling bad about yourself, yeah. if you're feeling a bit down, yeah. maybe having a bad day... Mm-hmm. Oh, a bad week, a bad maybe, year, Tim. Maybe you put your red pants in with the whitewashing. Oh, dude, you can't do that. Um, maybe someone's ironed your shirt wrong. Maybe. Maybe you left the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Um, you just put it on spin before you went to China. Um, and came back and most of the stuff was quite moldy. Oh, oh. Uh, maybe that happened. Oh, that's steady. Anyway, maybe having a bad day. Yeah. Go. I urge you to go to Dave Clive's Twitter page. Okay. Look at tweets and replies. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't retweet. Tweets and replies and look at the bile he spewed towards me in the past few months. He Is it just he, you? He doesn't tweet to anyone else. Really? Um, I've reported him to Twitter. Have you? Um, because <laughs> I was quite annoyed. I was quite annoyed. I don't want to block him. I don't want to give him the satisfaction. I just like him removed from Twitter. What about the other two thousand um, people you've got blocked? But you're not going to block no, this, this guy. No, but this guy, he doesn't tweet anyone else, so it's, it's very, right. It's very. He's quite, at you. It's very focused at me. Yeah. And it's pretty nasty. Mm. Um, so I just want him removed, really. But Twitter said um, it's fine. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They said it didn't constitute um, prolonged abuse. Oh, I'll keep on going, mate. They're okay. Anyway, uh, I stuck a uh, screenshot out of a text you sent me about ironing your shirt in Armenia. Yeah. He says, your lover may miss you. Not a single Wolves fan will. Disgraceful <gasps> coverage recently. <laughs> Disgraceful? Wow. Um, <laughs> um, he talks a lot about my new employer, which I can't really talk about. Mm. Once they realise how lazy and SHIT you are, you'll be the first to go to wow. cut costs. Wow. Your laziness this window is disgusting. <laughs> You've got a piss-easy job and you enjoy it by being a lazy prick. Oh my good God! Um, I stuck a tweet out giving a, a Lamina update. Um, he re- uh, he replies, <laughs> um, covering all bases again because you're pathetic. Just f off to your new employer already, so we can get a good journalist in for a change. Your coverage of the transfer window has been an effing disgrace. Oh, wow! Wow! Um, but Twitter, it's okay. You keep on going. <laughs> this guy's this guy's absolutely fine. Oh dear, and a couple more from last night. Oh, good, good, um, good. How has another company seen you, an awful journalist, lazy, cocky attitude, scruff bag? Oh, same guy. Who doesn't comb his hair or know how to put a tie on and thought, yes, that's the guy we need. <laughs> Your new job must be awful to want that. Uh, anyway, Dave Clive 105. Oh, Davey Clive. Yourself, 
There's always someone worse off than you, and that someone is Dave Clark. Dave Clark. Hopefully Dave, and probably won't, because he'll be behind, behind his keyboard on Sunday, will not be going to Leicester City, but that's where we shall be going. Well, I've got to, once we get off uh, Friday afternoon, I've got to go to Albion on Saturday as well, actually, but... <laughs> Sunday starts a Wolves' Premier League season uh, away at Leicester City. It was the second game on the road, or the first away game last year actually in the Premier League, and they returned to the yes, Premier it was. League. Um, that, day? I that was the day that. of the Jim Spears. Flag. The Jim Spears flag was was unveiled, um, and uh, Matt Doherty will not remember it too fondly. Hopefully, he'll be in better showing. I'm sure he will be. This Sunday, look, Leicester have bought very, very well. I think they could be one of the teams that will be in and around where Wolves finished last season in seventh and maybe even better than that. But is it a good opportunity to play on now, Tim, rather than three or four or five games in? Uh, they haven't signed a huge amount of players. Um, Tielman's, um, yeah, but I he, think was there, he, he, he was, was there on loan. Year. Well, second half of the season, he came in January, didn't he? But to get him, to get him, you know, on a permanent, yeah, but, he, but, he, but he was there, and also uh, Josie Perez from Newcastle is a seasoned Premier League performer. So I don't think they'll take too long to hit the ground running. No, is, is my is my point. You've got people like James Madison, Damari mm-hmm. uh, Gray. I think Silver will be better this year, the Portuguese midfielder. Yeah, they signed someone on um, deadline day, didn't they, as well? I, I'm sure he won't be involved on Sunday, but... Harvey Barnes as yeah. well. Again, they've got a lot of room for improvement. Obviously, Maguire's gone, but really, it's Johnny Evans that's worse. I really I really quite quite rate Johnny Evans. Ben Chilwell's still there, very mm-hmm. good player. Kasper Smyke in goal. They've got a very solid team. Yeah. Not a huge amount of um, changes this summer, and I think they'll do very well, and then mm. they'll be in the mix. They'll certainly be in the mix for seven. Yeah. Certainly. And two really good games against them last year. Wolves. Vardy gets sent off in that game. Was yeah, that wrong? Wolves were a bit naive. Mm-hmm. First away game. Had some great chances, didn't they? Missed, missed a couple of sitters, hit the woodwork three times and lost 2-0 to a deflection and own goal. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't their day. And then obviously the 4-3 in January. Fantastic yeah. game. Jota hat-trick, new on the pitch. So two, it'll be hopefully a good game uh, between two really evenly matched attacking teams. Very difficult to say this, but what do you think there? Um, and, and like you said, I know that they've, they've worked very, very hard on getting fit and being ready to go. Do you think that this travel will affect them somewhat, maybe in the second half or latter stages? No, I don't think so. No? I think it'll be OK. I think it'll be OK. It might be one that creeps up on them over time, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think the work that they're putting into it, they know what they're doing. The scientific approach they use to injuries and recovery. Yeah. I, I think they'll be okay. So can they can they go? They're, 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 you know, they're back on a private plane. Yeah. As soon as possible after mm-hmm. full time last night. Mm-hmm. They didn't arrive in Armenia a day early. No. They, they forewent the statutory press conference in Armenia. Yes. You know, Nuno did it in Compton on the morning. Which yeah. I don't think he should do. Um, so they've, they've gone. My point is they've gone as tight as they can to the game mm-hmm. and they've come back as tight as they can after the game. I think they'll be okay. Can they go there and win? Yeah, of course they can. Of course they can. It's the first game of the season. Mm. Things up in the air. You get, you get peculiar results on this. On this, on this well, it's a peculiar result. I mean, well, Leicester are favourites with the bookies going into it, but at the same time, if they play what they have been doing, it will be very interesting because it will be their first test. And you can say that maybe Manchester City in the Asia Cup was, was probably a test, although that was a mix and match side. This is the first kind of like, I would say, big boys they're playing. So it'll be interesting to see where they are. It was to see where they're at. They've had a good pre-season. I think Wolves have done it really well in terms of mixing competitive matches with friendlies. I think the fitness looks good. We'll see how we'll see how they shot, how they look on Sunday. But as it stands now, I think I think they're in good shape. Team-wise, what are we thinking? Is it going to be pretty pretty easy? It picks itself. I think I think it does pick itself. It'll be it'll be Bennett, Cody, Bolly. It'll be Neves, Martino, Dendonka in the middle. It'll be Doc and Johnny as your wing-backs, and it'll be Jota and Jimenez up front. I'd be surprised if he veered from that at all. Were you surprised Moutinho played 90 minutes last night? No. No? No. No, I don't think so. It's They're all still in. building up fitness. And it, and yeah, it, and this has been a pre-season, like you say. And then the bench is going to look strong. You, you've got Troyer in there, possibly Gibbs-White. Obviously, you've got Catrone, you've got Vallejo at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, Saiz, Vinagra. Yeah. That's your bench it's four good. already. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, and that's without Jordao and Neto. So that shows you they really have... They really have. Um, they've certainly bought out the squad this mm-hmm. year. 
No, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, for the first predictions of the season, then. I shall go first. I'll leave the last word to Mr. Timothy Spears before we um, start looking to get on our connecting flight to Stansted. I'm going to say, on the day, it shall be good game, entertaining game. Leicester City won. Wolverhampton Wanderers won. I think Wolves will score first and Leicester will score second half and they might have to withstand a bit of a barrage and get a 1-1. I think Wolves will win. Do you? Yeah, I think Wolves. Honestly? I think, yeah. No, I'm not, not, not ball shining. Right. I, I think like Wolves, it, love it. I think Wolves are match ready. I think I think the games against Crusaders were really important in their kind of development in pre-season. I spoke to some of the players about it. They were like, exactly what they needed, you know, getting kicked around a bit, mm. having to really work against a massively motivated team. We saw a little bit of that last night, but I thought uh, Punic were inferior opposition. Yeah. Crusaders would probably beat them, but... Premier League as your trophy, they won that. Good competitive game, certainly against Man City. I think they're match ready, and I, and I think I think they might catch Leicester a bit cold. Score? Two one. Two one. Wolverhampton Wanderers mm-hmm. score of the first goal. Um, can you look any further? No. After <laughs> after Jota set up four goals in two matches, and Jimenez scored four goals in two matches. Can you look any further? than Jota teeing up Jimenez. No, and I will be I will be off my seat as a neutral. <laughs> uh, right, we better go. We better go and catch this flight. Um, hope you've enjoyed our, our little um, post-game slash deadline day podcast. We shall see you next week, same time. A few more left. Same place. There is a few more left, so make sure Not you many. enjoy them. Don't say it, don't <laughs> say it. For myself, for Mr. Spears, we will see you at Leicester City on Sunday. Take care, bye-bye.